Good morning. So, body warmers back out today. A little bit nippy on the walk. So, um, question was, do, will I crave sugar less? Will I crave sugar less after a while? And this was referring to, um, this is one question I had in our live Q&A um, yesterday that I, that I did. Um, and this is from someone who said, morning Diane, who said that, you know, they're, they're feeling a difference in a few days and just wondering if they'll, the craving will go. And we touched on a few things. I want to go into this in a bit more detail because a cr if you think of a craving, there's many, it's not as simple as I'm just craving chocolate or sweet because I'm at my body's craving. Like if you think about it now, there's no physiological craving for cake and biscuits. Like we weren't put on this earth with a craving for cake and biscuits. They were very much man-made and it's really the sugar, the fat, that delicious taste that we get. So consider it from firstly a physiological point of view. So from a physiological point of view, we have nutri nutrient requirements. Now, if you are a little bit low in certain nutrients, particularly calories in general or protein, especially because we know that keeps you full up for longer, eggs, meats, dairy, beans, legumes, soy, tofu. Um, yeah, we know that keeps you full up for longer. If you're not eating that much veg or fiber, you may feel hungrier because the volume of your meal will be lower. Like it will be perceived like you're eating less. For example, if I have a burger and chips, that might fill me up. If I have a burger, chips and salad, I'm even more full up. The point is the more you fill your plate, the more full as well. So you've got, you've got that in there, the protein, the veg. Then you've got your water intake. So to put simply, if you're slightly dehydrated, maybe you might feel like a bit hungry. And now put this into a scenario. You're sat there in an evening. You're quite, your diet's quite low on protein. Maybe you've snacked a bit all day, maybe picked. Then your other half comes in or someone comes in with some sweets or chocolate. And you're like, oh, I'm so craving it. If you think of all the things at play there, one, you might actually be craving protein, vegetables, fiber, nutrients, but you're not aware of that. And as a result, there's something that's conveniently in front of you, which happens to be delicious. So you're more likely to get it. So my point is, there's a lot of environmental issues at play, a lot of physiological issues at play. Now, the more self-aware you can become, the more you can question, okay, do I actually need this? Am I craving it? Is it worth it mentally, physically? How do I feel after eating it? And what's the smallest amount I need to be satisfied? The reason I bring that question up, what's the smallest amount I need to be satisfied is because if I said to you, if you had two biscuits, would you be satisfied? Some people would say yes. Some people would go, no, not a chance. I'd want 10. And then I said, if you had 10 biscuits, would you be satisfied? Then you kind of stop and think and go, hmm, again, probably not. Hey, Michelle. And then it becomes the question of, are we actually, do we actually think we're craving that? But are we actually craving something different? Maybe we're just tired. Maybe we're a bit stressed. How are we feeling at that time? Bored, stressed, tired? Are we just craving a bath? Sounds simple, but if I have, if I have a bath, I feel so much more relaxed. You're out of the kitchen. Do you need to do something fun for you to change your state? Now, going back to that craving, we touched on artificial sweeteners and 
I would love that. I would love to actually say that artificial sweeteners made us crave more sugar and crave more sweet stuff. But, and they might do for you. You might feel like that, and that's fine. But we're generally driven by evidence and research, and the research doesn't suggest that. It actually suggests potentially the opposite. Like when you're blinded in a test and you're given a diet drink, and then you're asked, "Do you still have a sugar? Do you have sweet craving now?" Most people said, "No, I'm kind of okay now." And actually can be a tool in the toolbox, not saying it's healthy, but it could be a tool in the toolbox to help someone reduce their calorie intake, stick to their calories, whatever, stick to their food intake needed to lose body fat, which is actually then anti-inflammatory, which actually technically means indirectly the sweetener helped them. But each to their own. If you can do it without that, obviously better. Now, the reason I touched on that because it seems that artificial sweeteners ha don't have really an impact on that. Not saying, I'm not promoting them here at all because you know they're not exactly healthy, but they can be helpful on your journey, a tool in the toolbox, okay? Um, going back to that craving, so, so like I said, as you're probably gathering now, give me a hello if you're in and let me know if this is making sense so far. It is, as you can see, it's very multifactorial, if you like. So you've then got the urge of the sugar craving. If you think of it as an urge, we've got a feeling that we want to have something sweet. Now, if you fight that feeling, I shouldn't be having this urge, I should not be having it, da da da. Notice what happens. It normally grows, you get stressed. We know that stress and tiredness can, can actually dampen down our prefrontal cortex, the part of our brain which, hey Lisa, the part of our brain which allows us to make more informed decisions based on where we want to be long term rather than that impulsive emotional choice, you know, something's on the side, we eat that, grab that, kind of rushed around now if you put that all together now think about that urge accept it I've got an urge for a sweet craving how long does it last for consider that question how long does the urge last for and this is something called urge surfing essentially surf the urge hey Andrea you see how long this urge actually lasts for and if I asked you now when the last time you had a sugar craving how long did that urge last for? A lot of people, me included sometimes, can't actually tell you. And isn't that fascinating? Because we often just listen to the urge and, and know that you have the power to act differently to how you feel. You can act differently to the urge that you have. And you can practice it in other areas of your life. You might do it where maybe you're online shopping on Amazon and you go oh I'd love that really love that but you go you know what I'm not gonna get it hey Joanne hey Debbie so I hope that makes sense if that's making sense put it in the comments let me know what you're taking from it and I'm gonna give you a question to finish off and this is why it can be so powerful sometimes to give yourself kind of a one rule or one guide you know rough around the edges guideline that can help you just stick to one thing today because you might not be able to do everything, you know, overwhelm, stress, you know, where do I start? You can always do one thing. And when you consider most nutrition advice, and I've, I give this advice to some people, and I'm about to slate it, because for some people they, we need more specifics, but eating in moderation is great. Eat everything in moderation is great, but however, everyone's moderation is so different that we need to consider that my moderation might be different to yours, so there's then a mismatch. You're eating in moderation, but not getting the results you want, and then becoming frustrated. 
So that's where we need to really sometimes just create a bit of a rule, a bit of a guide just to start with. So it might be that referring to the sugar craving today, when you have, um, instead of just waiting for a sugar craving, you're going to have two biscuits at this time done. So rather than going, am I going to have that craving? Oh, I've got the craving. Now I'm going to have it. You're just going to have them at that time. Give yourself permission not to have them if you don't want them, but you've then set a guide and fight the urge if you want to, not fight it, listen to the urge if you want to, ride it, surf it, but create that one little rule, that one little guidance. So I hope that helps. And any questions on that? Speak soon. Take care.